Hello, and welcome to the Slot Plus segment of the Slate Culture Gabfest. We wanted to take advantage of taping on the Tuesday of this Thanksgiving week to have a Thanksgiving conversation. We were considering discussing uh, what to discuss with people who you don't agree with politically at the Thanksgiving table, but then we all admitted that we were going to epistemically closed Thanksgiving tables with people <laughs> bubbles uh, with whom we already agree about the fundamentals of politics. And then we began to discuss Thanksgiving. Is it the best holiday? And I was like, obviously. And Dana was like, no. And Steve, I think you were mum. But even that kernel of disagreement seemed promising. So Dana and I will take up the cudgels that we have just laid aside after Billy on the street and brandish <laughs> them once more. Turkey leg battle. Yes. Um, or I'm actually thinking of I took the boys to the uh, train show at the New York Botanic Gardens over the weekend and saw an amazing cactus that looked just like a cudgel covered in spikes. So I will brandish <laughs> a cactus at you, Dana. It's a succulent battle. You and you can have a succulent turkey leg, um, and and never the twain shall meet. I hope because we will have a civil discourse. <laughs> Let's get Steve's opinion before we really tuck in. Steve, Thanksgiving is it the best holiday? <sighs> I'm going to say that from ages zero to twelve, no, nothing, nothing in a household that you know, observes Christmas in whatever way it observes it. Nothing can, nothing can beat Christmas if you're a kid, right? I mean, there's just no way you can convince, there's no kid alive between the ages of zero and 12 who's going to give you Thanksgiving as an answer for best holiday, right? Without pause, they're going to say Christmas. Then I think maybe you start to waver a little bit. Um, and, uh, and, and they all become an unholy drag. Then that lasts through adolescence, at which point Thanksgiving becomes for the discerning the best holiday, right? It's <laughs> it's like it's like oh, it's like a sophisticated credential to say ah, Christmas. I mean, Christmas is depressing. Like you go on and on about about the um, mood disorder that accompanies us around Christmas, but something about Thanksgiving. It's not yet winter is not yet plunged us into complete darkness. You know, seasonal affect disorder has yet to totally kick in. Something very familial. The f it's really built around the feast as on, on um, you know, it doesn't compete with the presence. Uh, with the presence. Um, pretty great, right? A lot of football. Love Thanksgiving. I would say once you have kids, you bump back, right? I mean, something about the bizarre cultish, you know, euphoria that surrounds Christmas, doesn't it sort of knock it back to being Christmas as a parent? Mm, I don't know. So much of the euphoria around Christmas is about like getting your grubby little toddler hands on mm. gifts and like, will I get Annie and Clarabelle, the passenger cars that go behind Thomas this Christmas or just one? And uh, I don't know. I'm Thanksgiving all the way. You don't have any of the gift, guilt, or work, or glut. I mean, I love giving presents. They're so It's so fun to give someone something great. Like, I enjoy present exchanging. I believe that you can do it in a way that's not uh, a, like, gluttonous pile of capitalist excess. Um, and I like Christmas cookies. And ornaments are fun. Like, all, the, all those rituals are fun. But what I love about Thanksgiving is, and especially the way I think of it, which is, like, atheist Thanksgiving, is fundamentally it's just a dinner party. Like all of the traditions are around just like throwing a really good dinner party um, and as opposed to having the dinner party be like the thing that you wedge in the middle of all the other traditions, the singing and the garlands and the lights and the ornaments and the presents and the wrapping and the this and the that, like – 
it's just like sit down with people you love and eat delicious food that was made with care. Uh, and then gratitude. Gratitude is great. You can divorce it from all kind of religion. Everybody can come and just be grateful. Be grateful for the people in your life that you love, the the bounties that you've enjoyed, whatever their former shape. Um, I just like the message of it and I like the customs of it. And I think it's the best. Dana. <laughs> this is going to be no Eichner argument, Julie. I just, I'm just warning you. The spark that you're trying to fan into a flame here is just a very sad little tiny one. I mean, Thanksgiving is great. Who doesn't love Thanksgiving? I think a strong case can be made for it being the best holiday and that it's the simplest. I think Julia is absolutely right that there's there's the least to it, right? There aren't a lot of moving parts. It's just like you get people, you get some good food, and you all sit around and, as you say, give thanks and eat. So that is great. But I think there's a few I think there's a few arguments to be made against Thanksgiving. I mean, for one thing, I do think that the founding myth of Thanksgiving as year as each year goes by becomes leaves a nastier taste in my mouth, right? The, the pilgrim in India and Thanksgiving that we learned about in school. I guess maybe kids don't learn about that in school anymore. And maybe that's not that connected with people's idea of Thanksgiving. But the fact that it is sort of a colonial holiday at, at its inception does stay with me. Um, but I think this is not a critique of Thanksgiving, but it's an argument for why the not yet mentioned Halloween may be the best <laughs> holiday of the year, which is that Halloween is a more social holiday, right? I mean, the whole niceness of Thanksgiving is that you're cocooned with just the people you love. And well, maybe you're cocooned with some people you don't love, but you're in the interior. You're moving from the outside world to the inside. It's, it's domestic, right? And and there's something about the carnivalesque sociality of Halloween that feels more um, uh, equalizing to me or something. It seems it seems more like a holiday that's about like, let's go out and look at the world and see people's fantasies and desires played out in their costumes. And I mean, it, it's it's there's something about Halloween that feels more like a street party. You know, it is a, it is a street party or a parade or something like that. And so that's just it's it's a different thing to value in a holiday. So I can't really make the case that it's better. But to me, it feels a little bit more cathartic or something to have lived through a really good Halloween. Like I loved my costume. I put it together. It looked great. I saw lots of great costumes. You know, we all went out for kids. Of course, there's candy and present. You know, there's there's the, there's that Christmas element of getting stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not that I enjoy every given Halloween better than every given Thanksgiving. But I think I would mount the argument that it's a superior holiday. It is also when well executed a break from the norms. Like all the rules are suspended. Right. That's what I mean by Halloween. Yeah. Whereas uh, uh, Thanksgiving is like an amplification of the ideals and norms, right? Like, right. You know, I we try to have fam dinner together as a family every night. Some people might say, even if they never do it. As, Liars. As in my family, we never do it. Um, it's bedtime by the time we get home. I, I suspect that most of the families with two working parents who say that they do that are lying. And they're exaggerating in their own minds how many nights a week they do it. But. But in any event, it's there's a conservatism to it in that it takes the thing that you wish you had time for or, per, or profess to desire to have time for in a normal day. And you just say, OK, let's take a whole day and just do that thing that is the norm as opposed to a norm breaking. And Christmas has a little bit more of the norm breaking of like there's trees in the house and everything sparkles. And, you know, it's 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 got a little more zazzle to it in a way that makes me distrust it. I think I enjoy Christmas less as I grow older and I enjoy Halloween almost more. But I do think that having a child changes all of these things. And I have no idea how I'd feel about either of those two holidays, which are pretty kid-centric in some ways, if I didn't have a kid. Yeah. My ch children thus far have inherited their father's complete um, distaste for costumes. So I was like barely able to get them into some semblance of an alternate 
dress for Halloween this year. So it has yet to become a source of great joy. Whereas my daughter starts planning her Halloween costume for the next year, basically while sorting her candy on Halloween night. <laughs> right. And of course, like Christmas is not a universal. That's the other thing. That's in addition to the all of its like, look at me, Zazzle. It, not everybody celebrates it. Some people feel fine about the kind of secular consumer Christmas. Some people find it really distasteful. Um, we've started celebrating Hanukkah more, not the present part of Hanukkah, but just the light, the singing and light lighting part of Hanukkah in my family since I uh, married a Jew and began raising small Jewish boys. Um, and that's really nice, the the flame and the communalness of it. And um, I mean, Passover, we didn't even get to Passover. That's like a fucking great holiday. In any event. A well-run Seder is a beautiful thing. Um, we stipulated we have not resolved anything, but we have shared many views about holidays. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Bon appétit. And uh, Slate Plus listeners, I am very grateful to you for your support for this show and your support for Slate and for the journalism that we do. May you all have wonderful Thanksgivings, and we will talk to you next week.